There are times in life when someone you love becomes someone you don't recognize. There are also times when our negative emotions are so strong that we become paralyzed by them. In this episode, we will talk about the importance of developing positive steps to well-being by working on emotionally healing ourselves. Knowing that our present doesn't override what we've experienced in the past, but developing positive thoughts and behaviors can help reduce some of our negative thoughts. I want to give you guys today some tips to develop an emotional healing, and we're going to work on decreasing our emotional pain. Now, when I think of emotional healing, um, we have to remember that it's going to be a part of our everyday life, and it's vital for us to take control over our feelings, our thoughts, and our emotions. In emotional healing, you will develop the capacity to accept painful experiences, and to even cope in positive ways. When I started to develop healing for myself, I had to go back to some of my emotional scars that I faced, but I also had to search inwardly and to have to explore my own automatic negative feelings. So for me, it kind of boiled down to just accepting my feelings without making judgments. When I learned to, in my own life, to observe my behaviors, I was able to acknowledge them And I worked on resolving my issues one step at a time. For some of us, it's going to be one day, one minute at a time. Or even just being able to ask others for assistance will help us to look at our issues differently. I've also learned you guys to set up healthy boundaries and to become more assertive. And sometimes that can be hard to be assertive because for some of us, we may struggle with people in our lives that we have to be assertive with. But I had to learn to tell others that I don't have control of your process of healing, but I do have control of how I heal in the process. I want y'all to hear that again. I don't have control of your process of healing, but I do have control of how I heal in the process. I had to choose to not feel broken and wounded and hurt, but I chose myself. And in choosing myself, I had to keep that coin in my pocket and hang on to it. And when I talk about a coin, one side of that coin represented inner peace and the other side represented serenity. And for me, inner peace and serenity can work in tandem with each other. But if I don't have inner peace within myself, it's going to be hard for me to get into a serene place. So when I think of that coin in my pocket, I have to hold on tight to my peace and my serenity because in holding on to those two, I can end up choosing myself and not allowing others to leave me in the dust or make me feel less than because of their thoughts about my inner peace. So I want to suggest you guys one important thing that we need to work on is journaling. Journaling is a way for you to write down your thoughts and your feelings, but it's also a way for you to process how I felt and to be able to understand if that's something that I'm holding on to that I have a hard time verbalizing. But in writing it on paper, it's a way for me to actually verbalize it in a different way by writing. And then when I become stronger and I can share verbally with someone that I care about how I felt, then that will help me to actually center myself and become a better individual. Another thing that I've done which really helped me is listening to inspirational music. Um, That can be a lot of different types of music that can be, of course, classified as inspirational. But I always look at the lyrics before I actually play a lot of songs. I go and look at the lyric and the content of the words and how those words actually affect me. And then when I add the music component to it, then it can even put me in a different headspace. So listening to inspirational music can definitely be vital in supporting you and being able to control your feelings. 
reading books or even writing, um, writing a book. I've written nine books and I really enjoy being able to give myself to others, but also it was very therapeutic for me because it was a way for me to actually use the analytical part of my brain, but also to be very relational with others, to be able to share, this is how I feel. This is my experiences, or these are things that I've created in my mind that I feel will be really beneficial to others. And then when people give you feedback based on what you've written, or when you're able to read something that someone else has written and you're able to find your own inner dialogue, it really helps us to become better versions of ourselves. And it helps you to explore other sides of yourself that maybe you didn't know existed. And for many individuals that struggle with emotional pain, even sometimes depressive thoughts, it might even become a challenge. So I want to give you guys six tips that can help you in working through emotional pain. The first tip is to validate your feelings. So this means that you actually honor your emotions. And when I say honoring my emotions, that means that if I'm angry or I'm upset, I have a right to honor that feeling in the moment but not to allow it to stagnate my progress. So an example of that is if I have a parent or a friend or a coworker or someone that says something to me that caused me to feel as though that I was less than. I have to honor the emotions I felt based on what they said, but I also have to validate my feelings by actually looking inward to see, is it true? Because a lot of times people can tell us things that are not true and we internalize it and we make it something that it's not, But if I actually am able to realize that that is not true about me and I can honor that my emotions in this moment of hurt and pain may have a lot to do with me, then I can validate that that's a feeling I'm choosing to take on. And I have also a choice to turn it around and actually do something different. Our second tip is to develop awareness of your emotional reactions. So we just mentioned validating your feelings. This is important to develop an awareness of your emotional reactions. Because when I know my emotions can go in different directions, if I can be aware of how far or to what extent I allow my emotions to cause me to react, then I can actually slow down some of those emotions and feelings, and I can actually share with others why I'm feeling that way, or to look inward and to understand where that pain stems from. The third tip is to forgive yourself. So in forgiving yourself, this involves reflecting on your emotions, and it's also getting to the root of the problem. Now, for any of you guys who've ever had either a root canal or if you know anyone who struggles with just getting to the root of issues, you know a root canal, it takes a lot of work to actually help someone who ever struggled with just with pain. That can be just an internal pain, but just imagine the root of issues, how much pain you guys have internalized and why it's so important to forgive you first before forgiving others, but also understand what the peace that forgiveness actually brings to you when you can actually forgive and move forward. So I really want us to remember in forgiving yourself, it deals a lot with with reflection, but it also involves getting to the root of issues that sometimes can be hard to discuss or to feel. Tip four is to focus on your gifts and your talents. And I believe the more that you focus on your gifts, it helps you to unwrap your actual true potential. I want to repeat that. The more you focus on your gifts, it helps you to unwrap your potential. You can share your gifts with others who can then unwrap their own potential and you sharing your gift. So an example, if you have someone who loves to sing, you sharing your gift of song or your gift of writing or reading 
or your gift of cooking or whatever that gift or talent may be, it may have someone else to say, you know what, I never even tried it. Or maybe I felt kind of awkward doing it because someone would judge me that if you show confidence and you're able to actually allow your gifts to make room for you, then it would give you an opportunity to unwrap potential within yourself, but give others the opportunity to see the potential that they have as well. The fifth tip is to allow others to embrace you. So this means trusting your own judgment, letting go of negative self-perceptions, allowing others to even give their suggestions without us being defensive or being deflective. And it's easy for us to get into a defensive mode when it comes to how people treat us because we want to be embraced a certain way. So you'll see people who would just exclude themselves from situations because of that fear of negative judgment or Maybe we just don't trust our own judgment in ourselves. So how can we embrace ourselves when we're still questioning ourselves? So when we allow others to embrace us means we have to know what we're embracing within ourselves, which goes back to tip one, validating our feelings and then developing awareness of our emotional reactions. Because once I forgive myself and I can focus on my own gifts and talents, then I can allow others to embrace me as well. And tip six is to practice self-care. So self-care is asking yourself, what do you need? And then making sure you work on receiving those needs. So one great example of self-care can be developing like meditation in your daily living. For some people drinking maybe water instead of actually using sodas or using other types of alcohol as a way to cope. But drinking water and exercising can be a way of practicing self-care, doing yoga. Um, What about working out at a gym or even going to bed earlier than than normal, Um, being able to take long baths or praying or even writing down three to five things you're grateful for each day. These are all positive ways of practicing self-care. And when we learn to work through our emotional pains, we can help develop confidence in our everyday life. We can become more in tune with our emotions, which can allow us to create our own path to genuine happiness. Um, I'm learning daily to just forgive myself for my negative thoughts, and I created a, a mantra that I pretty much live by each day, and that mantra is, everything in the past has led up to this moment. I have no control over other people. I have the power to change myself, and I want to repeat that mantra. This is something I live by. Everything in the past has led up to this moment. I have no control over other people. I have the power to change myself. And when we start to remember that the power does exist within ourselves and we do have control of our actions, but not of others, but our past is our past. And when we can get to that place, our negative thoughts will not create that negative pathway, which can lead us right back to that addictive pattern or that emotional pain. But there are consequences to not dealing with emotional pain. And for a lot of individuals, it can easily lead to internal pain and hurt. It can lead to feelings of abandonment, depression, worthlessness, even fear of rejection. Or for some of us, we may be starved for love or attention, or we approve of others or needing that approval of other people to feel worthy of love and respect of ourselves. And I do believe once we start to clear our mind, our body, and spirit of that negativity and a negative way of thinking, we can move forward to that abundance and that happiness that we want to be able to create within our lives. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast on the tips to developing emotional healing by decreasing our emotional pain. 
And I want to thank you guys for being a part of my journey and being able here to support me in everything that I'm doing from my, my books to being able to support the podcast and just every venture that I've actually started to work on it. You guys have been very supportive and vocal and giving me a lot of positive strokes. And I really appreciate that, you guys. And hopefully, if you have learned some of these tips and you're able to use these, hopefully to develop emotional healing in your life, please share, like, subscribe to this podcast. Tell others about earlier podcasts that you may have listened to or things that have been helpful. Because the more we share, it helps us to give back, but it also helps others to be able to relate to us better. And I want to remind everyone that Black Canvas is available now on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, on Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast. Of course, we have it on the Anchor app, but we also have it on Radio Public. So the great thing is that Black Canvas is being offered on so many different platforms, which I'm just so grateful and thankful to have that opportunity. But if you guys do not have the Anchor app, that it is available on other podcasts. So please make sure that you share it like it and subscribe. And thank you guys again for being loving and supportive. And let's remember to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. You guys have a great rest of your day. I'm not